let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Enjoy one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Shopping to cut you down. I don't know the rest of the words. Yeah, I was a kicky out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Bro, my guy? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. It's been. It's been a, a month of it's lockdown. Been a month of lockdown. Yeah, man. But we made it through. Mm-hmm. You look healthy. Amazing. You look healthy, my Thank bro. Thank you, my guy. Yeah, give thanks to God, man. Just give thanks, man. Yeah, we yeah. Give thanks, we give thanks. Thank you, everybody, for staying sane. I hope we've helped you to keep your sanity during this lockdown, keep you informed, and be ready to be equipped with some more useful utensils. Facts. Facts. Um, picking up from what we spoke about last week, did you manage to watch uh, Small Axe? Ah, yes. I did manage to start watching um, part of the Small Act series, and I yeah. started off with um, Lovers Rock. Nice. Yeah, so we, um, for those of you who do not know, I do a movie night every Monday. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we ended up using um, Lovers Rock as that, and bro, it, honestly, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. What, do you, what, do, what, do you, what did you find by it? Well, I, I, discovered, I discovered, like, that I really love Lovers Rock genre music. Yeah, yeah. I discovered quite a few things about, you know, like my um, Caribbean counterparts as well. I mean, coming from an Africa, a pure African household, yeah, where we've kind of grown up with other African children, yeah. other African families going to parties, we've been trauma staying in a quite tight knit community, yeah, without even realizing, you know, it's yeah. just how I was growing. I didn't realize that um, there was a lot of absence of knowledge yeah. <laughs> in yeah. how people that look like me identify with me that I identify with also have um, a difference in kind of the way that their vernacular yeah. their kind of way that they deal with their own pain and yeah. the way that they com- some the way they could communicate essentially because I'm not going to let small acts be a blanket cover for all my whole Caribbean experience mm-hmm. so it did give me experience instead of party yeah, culture of it yeah. and it helped to break away that 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 stigma that is currently behind, I think, Caribbean culture in, mm. in terms of music and in terms of partying as well, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. But the way the film was shot was yeah, interesting. What did you think about the way it was shot? I like to, be, I'll, I'll be honest, I, when I was watching it, I was waiting for the scenes to change from the party to like, just like next day or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then when I was, when it got like 20 minutes, I was like, oh, wait, this is, this is the thing, that like the, whole, the whole thing's going to be shot at this house party. Which I thought was dope, um, but what you were saying, I agree with. Like, it gives you such an insight uh, to the Caribbean uh, experience at that time, which is yeah. great, um, and also really it makes you appreciate uh, the, the the culture in which they came with to this mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. and stuff. Because um, we always say it, like, as Black British people, young Black British people, we owe a lot for our current experience. Of, to the African Caribbean community that came here in the fifties and sixties, whatnot, because you know they've molded the, the 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 Black British experience 
as you could you could say to for what we're living through today. So yeah. Um, yeah, definitely from obviously music. You know, a lot of the slang that we use comes from Jamaica. Um, people will say that grime. So the, in that way, it almost seems as though the whole kind of London experience yeah. has really been kind of like driven on like on the Tony by this Caribbean experience. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even say London, bro. The whole of England's been affecting, like, the whole of, the, I, I definitely, definitely believe, yeah, the African Caribbean community has influenced the whole of Britain, bro. Yeah. They definitely have. Like, they definitely have. Like, bro, think about a country like Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Two million people in Jamaica, yeah. Wow. You would of... think there was 70 million. Bro! Oh, there's more Jamaicans outside of Jamaica yeah. than there is in Jamaica. But I mean, still, like, but the, the way that... Influence wise. You know what I'm trying to say? culture, a lot of different driving forces. Yes. And even in terms of empowerment and better yes. and moving forward, like, like you say both. Bro, <laughs> you say both, just one word, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. two million people, yet yeah, it's probably one, it's the most, probably if not the most influential African diasporan country there is like yeah. influences everything, bro. Everything that black people do, Jamaica's had an influence in it, some way, and shape, or form. Even in this, like the kind of industry of Britain, yeah. Especially speaking on London, mm-hmm. like looking at the kind of work and the kind of labour mm-hmm. that ju- that the kind of like generations of um, Caribbean folk picked up, and the way that they kind of supported the economy in mm-hmm. Britain and started new economies yeah. as well through their own behaviour, you could see. Just so much contribution, you know, and I feel like the small X timing couldn't have been better, honestly. I mean, like, given to light quite a few unresolved things, including and not limited to Grenfell, mm-hmm. the fact that it is kind of like the first two episodes are set in West London, mm-hmm. quite close, so you can really understand the nature, just how deep rooted these settlements are mm-hmm. in these areas of, of the UK, mm-hmm. and then like looking at what's happening and what's scheduled for a free Christmas flight to the yeah. port, Jamaican folk, yeah. you know, even considering the fact that after the scandal that was kind of, it had everyone in uproar and had a lot of like MPs and the Prime Minister himself kind of backpedaling and putting up these reviews, it's become apparent right before Christmas that these reviews and recommendations have not been like um, implemented, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's very very important that recommendations may be stated as that, but they are to be implemented once they have reached that phase of rec- as, of being presented as a recommendation, mm-hmm. because it goes through this whole inquiry would go through several phases, would mm-hmm. take several months of collecting evidence, investigation, and reporting back. So the fact that these recommendations have simply been blindsided. And they're aiming to do something cruel, send people on a packed flight on a charter plane to Jamaica during a crisis such as the COVID-19 one, yeah. during a time where Jamaica has also unfortunately gone through some natural disasters yes. yeah. of, it, of its own, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like Priya Patel, you know, the Tory government and their peers really silent and it took Someone that has been rel- like has been, you know, obviously ostracized and attacked to raise this as a fair opposition. I mean, yeah. Keith Keir Stammer was not gonna get back to this. So the fact that Keith, mm-hmm. aka Keir Stammer, has been quite quiet on this and it's taken a more truer leader, someone who's yeah. often 
has a history of standing up for injustices globally and domestically. It's very, very deep-rooted in the national interest of Britain. Disobeying, disobeying the, part of the, the party whip as well all the time. You know, and, I, and it's not even about that kind of disobedience. What he's done is actually stood for something mm-hmm. and gone about it in like a in legal a way, way yeah. in a way where he's actually meant to because we would use that word. I don't want to get people misconstrued yeah. from that word. I think mm-hmm. that oh, he's a disobedient. Yeah. He won't listen. Mm-hmm. He's actually listened to his constituency and rather than going against the constituency that voted him, mm-hmm. he's spoken for them rather than going against them and following the whip, yeah. which is where it would seem like disobedience. But it's not disobedience because he's actually doing what his people that have voted for him have asked him to do. Mm. So he's actually being compliant yeah. to the people yeah. and disobedient to the dictators that yeah. want to just, obviously. So, yeah, this is Jeremy Corbyn. Obviously. By the way, yeah, Jezza. Jeremy Corbyn. So he's put up, you know, he's put, got some signatures together from yeah. other MPs in the Labour Party. And he's and he's and he's pushed this. And honestly, what what how, can you believe that this is still a conversation, bro? I really can't believe it. And like what you were saying, uh, what we're watching now on TV with small acts and stuff, it's come at such a poignant time in uh, current political affairs. Um, again, I think people need to remember as well. These 50 men, I think they're all men, who they're proposing to deport, all came to this country as children. So these aren't people that, you know, came here a couple of years ago and they're being deported. They were people that came here with their parents or their grandparents or whatever. To serve uh, a purpose. To serve a purpose. You know, their parents were called to come and rebuild Britain and they came along because you can't leave your children uh, in the country by themselves. So they've, kept, they've come along with their parents. So effectively, these people are British people who they're deporting. Some of them haven't been back to Jamaica ever since coming to the UK. So deporting them back to foreign lands that they know not, nothing, nothing of. Um, some have lost even connections in regards to family and friends on the, on the island. Uh, and you're deporting them from their home, essentially. Um, yeah, yeah, deporting them from de-homing them, de-rooting them. them. Essentially, they've been a plant. That has been taken out of Jamaica, a small plant, and then put in the British soil. And And now they've benefited, yeah. Spread their roots, added to the foundation, embedded their lives and their own personal interest into a country that has served them just as they have served this country. Yeah. And then at the height of their service, at a point of where they've almost are kind of unable to begin new lives. Yeah. And to start new livelihoods, they're being told to be derooted. Yeah. And it's not in a surgical way. No. It's in a rogue, rough, and coming for, in the night time. And for a government that people like to say, oh, this is the most diverse uh, cabinet we've had ever in life. The most diverse cabinet, it don't mean, it don't mean fuck all. And this is where it goes back to fame not being fuck all. Uh, not all skin folk are kin folk. Because you're saying it's the most diverse government and stuff. Yet, following on from Theresa May, I guess. Following on from Theresa May, Pretty Patel has been very direct with her approach to the African Caribbean community uh, in in you know she would apologize with one with, with one mouth and then do something different so ultimately she's 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 obviously she's a liar for one she's, oh on top of being a bully on top of, a, on top of being well. a bully like she's been found to be a bully like she's yeah. been, it's not 
We're not no, doing like, slander. Yeah. We're not um, no, no, no. just saying something that's unfactual. Yeah. yeah. There's full claims. They've there. done an invest- internal investigation. She's also apologised now. She's apologised. Publicly. And yeah, I don't even know what her apology actually said, but she bullied. She bullied um, civil servants in Parliament. And yeah. So, for years. For years. It's, 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 it's mad, bro, because now we have... Our leaders. <coughs> we have a cabinet full of bullies. Our leaders of, of Britain can't stick to normal work rules. Mm-hmm. The leaders we've elected, people we've employed Facts. to do this job. Or have we employed them or have they been forced down our throats? That's, that's what I'm starting to wonder, you know? It's interesting. Like, cabinet yeah, full of so bullies, cabinet full of racists. About not being all king for, yeah. Um, do, you, do, you, do you want to continue to elaborate on that? Like how fame, that blanket cabinet, mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. it's clearly been, clearly been demonstrated that like, cool. When uh, Boris Johnson got elected as the leader of the Conservative Party and then subsequently won the general election, I guess, um, when he was appointing his ministers, everyone was raving about, oh, this is the most diverse cabinet we've ever had in British politics, etc., etc. Obviously, people like yourself and I, we we looked at it and said, all right, well, I don't, I don't, I don't see any diversity, or what? Because you have an Asian person, a one one uh, black person. Yeah, I think it was one. I think there's one black person. I think um, yeah. the leader of the, I think the leader, the cabinet. I, can't, I don't know what position he holds, but I think there's one black person in there. Um, but we could tell, we from knowing their, from knowing the people, the MPs individually, and knowing their previous, you know, their voting record and that kind of stuff. It wasn't diverse whatsoever. Mm-hmm. These were people that fought like Boris Johnson, um, and yeah, and literally, you know, following and and, follow, and really. They were brought in just to implement Boris Johnson's policies, essentially. Which no one knows what they are. No one. Him. I don't think he even knows. But he kind of reminds me of Arteta on the sidelines, trying to think of the tactics. <laughs> <laughs> He's tactically inept. Is that Moise? <laughs> right now. Moise. Boris Johnson would be like, Moise. Actually, no, let me even get to Moise. Moise is actually doing all right right now. Though. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's interesting, you know, because we really look at a lot of the arguments for why you know, um, the government does what they do. And at the moment, all that keeps coming up is negligence, negligence, yeah. negligence. So, well, something that hasn't been that negligent and seems to be been at a lot of pressure due to the freedom of the in- current freedom of the internet is mm-hmm. like the music industry is opening up, mm. you know, opening up, opening up, opening up. More and more artists yep. are posting their own YouTube videos Bro. on their own pages. Therefore, generating streams of income for themselves, gaining much more leverage when negotiating these deals. Yeah, we've started to realize on this trend of everyone saying they don't want no three sixty deals. Yeah, and now, fortunately, it seems like that 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 door that has been so firmly tightly yeah. closed is starting to be like pushed open. Yeah, you know, yeah. thanks to streaming. Yeah, slow it, progress is better than no progress. I yeah. think that's how I feel about what we're talking about now. Um, I remember we spoke about a couple, one of our first podcasts, we were speaking about the music industry and stuff and how for us, it's a gateway for a lot of young people in our areas and stuff to basically become financially free through not without going through the, um, the system as it were in terms of like, you know, getting like a proper job or a normal job, I should say, whatever. And these young boys and girls 
you know, some of them 18, 19, 20 using their creative and genius to make thousands, some millions of pounds. Mm. Bro, it's beautiful to see. Yeah. And now we're seeing this. Gonna, it's, it's not just a artist thing as well. Now we're making waves at the top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know you're talking about the 0127 Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, the, bo- the boys, the brothers. The boys. To black stars, black stars, <laughs> the black stars, bro. I think I, I don't know if it's happened before, but I think it's the first time that you know twin brothers have been appointed in any position in like in a position such as this. And I'm not, not even just in the music industry, but that's from a business perspective. Like, imagine you and your brother both getting appointed as CEO of a big company. That's sick. You're there with your brother, like, it's quite cool. It's very cool, it's bro. Quite cool. It's very cool. And you personally know twins as well, so it would be amazing. You, just the idea, yeah. You know, like, obviously, I know twins as well, but yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, but then just knowing them, it's like imagining in that way, like, it's bad, yeah, it's and mad. seeing the way that. That works and the belief, and then not just the belief, because a lot of a lot of these kind of things, especially when you are black in the West, yeah. in Europe or America, things are more difficult. So yeah. it's not really ever going to be based on luck. These things yeah. it's going to be based on some sort of phenomenal <laughs> portfolio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. no, Bro, there's no way we can deny this. One hundred percent. They've they've boxed their way into being number one contenders. Bro. They've covered bases. They've had it to have as facts. Facts. They've changed facts. They they've changed the whole meaning behind three sixty. Facts. In the um, in the way that they look out for one another, you know. Facts. Shout out Alex and Alex both. Yeah, yeah. So shout them, shout them both out, man. That's it's, it's wavy. And they and they and they started with a big one as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They signed their first artist. Mm-hmm. Not none other than Big Mike. Hey, get the umbrella. <laughs> oh, what the fuck is this guy doing? He signed Big Mike. Hey. Arguably, what Big Mike the most paid, the, the most paid, the most paid. I still get love from all of them. Yeah, man, that's a big signing, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, that's a big signing, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm arguably what one of the biggest artists in the UK. Never, no, arguably, definitely one of the biggest artists in the UK. Arguably the biggest rapper in the UK. Mm-hmm. Like. The guy does numbers. He's culturally culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. He's he's got a pulse. He he has his finger to the pulse of the people, you know. Uh, apart from the whole chipmunk, chipmunk with the barkle, you know, he seems that he's he makes the right moves. And to be fair, he didn't reply to chipmunk, so I guess you know the moves are still moving quite right as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, big signing, man. Mm-hmm. Big signing. Looks like a little Ghanaian mafia at the top. I can't even lie, yeah. man. <laughs> Or I'll say it looks like Ghanaian excellence. Nah, <laughs> we'd love to see it, man. Yeah. We'd love to see it. We'd love and, to see it. And, and testament to them as well, and to the family as well, yeah. of the people that raised um, these 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 fellas, yeah. is also knowing that Whitney B is also doing big, big things in the, in, in the music game right now. And, you know, and that, that's that's her older older brothers. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's, that's wavy. That's her older brothers. And that's it's, wavy. It's really, really, really cool. You yeah. Know? Really, really cool to see yeah. and celebrate and champion. It is you know family like, dynasty, man. It's amazing. So, in 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 um, your own respective words, where where what where do you see? Where, what what are your hopes for such a label oh, right now? Man, well, what are my hopes? Bro, if I'm, I'm gonna be very very honest, ultimately, I just wanna see Alec and Alex or whoever. Um, there's, a, there's another guy 
something how his his dad was uh, one of the guys in the Mangrove Nine. I think I mentioned to you. He's also the head of like Universal or something like or one big or like Island Records. Or but ultimately, I want there to be a record label owned completely by the Mandem. Yeah, hundred percent owned by the mm-hmm. Mandem. Everything. Why is that? It's bro, like in terms of music. Yeah, my friend says this what the same one that black people have picked so much cotton. We should we should even pay for clothes, and I feel the same way with music as well. We've produced so much music, like literally. If you go and check Billboard 100 right now and counted how many black faces you see on there, I'm sure it's more than 80, bro. More than 80. Yeah, there's no owner, no ownership in the in the whole industry, bro. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no black CEO or owner of a record label, a big record label. Um, you know, we don't own under streaming websites. I, I, I'll take that back. Tidal. Tidal's there. Hotel Hove. That's that's one big thing. And, and now, when Hove did that move, I didn't really understand it. Now that I know more about streaming, Hotel Hove, that's incredible. Um, but it's just so important. And especially knowing that a lot of people from disenfranchised areas, both here in America, make their way through either sports or music. None of us are good. None, I don't think none of the man them will... There's no black faces that own any of the big football clubs, big NFL clubs. Michael, Michael Jordan owns uh, Charlotte um, basketball team, so that's one at least. It's just ownership, bro. Cool, we can entertain, we can do music, we could we could play sports, but we need to also own some of these 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 institutions as well. And I think that's very very important. It's interesting because um, when we look at what a lot of kind of it seems like the modern day tone of people that believe in capital, it is about being free to own, being free to own things, you know? And you're asking why should like black people own things in Britain? Black people own things in places like America, USA. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because like quite a few white people own things in Africa. Mm-hmm. Quite a few white people own things in China. Mm-hmm. Quite a few white people own things all over the world. Yeah. As a will do quite a few Arab people own things in the UK. Like, yeah. The city of London is owned by like the Saudi royal family. Yeah, you know that they actually own the whole land. Yeah. So um, this kind of thing is what everyone's entitled to, no matter yeah. what your background is. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's true. when you really look at okay, so why hasn't it transpired? Is very limited reasons that can actually pan out, yes. other than. The reasons that we don't really want to speak about with our chest because we don't, not everyone wants to believe that such yeah. systemic affirm, um, affirmative action has been put in place yeah. for these results to actually be like this. But once again, everyone can go look at Black Wall Street and what happened there. Yeah. This is affirmative action here yes. taken against black business, black entrepreneurship, and black ownership ultimately. Yeah. as a group and not just because these individuals never had good business relationships or good decorum or uh-huh. something like that no, yeah. but yeah it is it is it is great that well, 027 exists yeah it's still you know, a great move it is, it it's is. a great move and apparently I thought it was a postcode but it's not you know it's, it's, their their phone, no, it's, a, oh, yeah. it's a phone number I, I think it's their birthdays you know are you sure yeah that's what I heard I, 
I thought it was the phone number, sorry. No, I had yeah. the phone number, bro. I, I thought I had their birthdays, you know. Uh, that's what I read. I put them. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't guess know. we've got to find out. Yeah, we've got we to yeah, confirm yeah. that source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but I thought it was an 0207, like 806 yeah, or whatever. Like back in the day. Whatever your yeah. number is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but it's dope, though. And there's also more focus on uh, now UK artists don't need to, like, jump on a plane to America to try and blow and stuff and, exactly. and get that big paycheck from yeah. their big, you know, corporation. that's what it does. When you, what, yeah. what have it transpires is that it gives, um, it gives, like you said, UK artists a chance to get real funding and real backing funding, and real, real support. Real big paycheck, good equipment, yeah. you know. And the big check, bro. Yeah. That's what, that's what you yeah. care, the big check. Yeah. You know, and real industry, like, obviously, it gives people a chance to really be compete fairly. Mm-hmm. So not even fairly, I'll say it, I'll say it in an equitable way, mm-hmm. you know, where people get what it is that they need rather than just getting what's given to everybody, yeah. you know. Yeah. Choice is still a liberty. And yeah. just because you're asking for help doesn't mean that you should be refused choice. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't really transpire to be help. Yeah. It actually transpire to be quite negative and exploitive. Sure. You know, sure. so it's yeah. interesting. It's a very interesting, it is interesting. Very good. But it's a big one. It's definitely yeah. a it's a black boy joy moment, though. Yeah. One million percent. Yeah, yeah. That know. we can never take that. No one can take that away from anyone. That's mm-hmm. a black boy mm-hmm. joy moment. For real, man. And that's one that we can all like, yeah, man, enjoy because it's amazing, bro. Um, and you know yeah. what is interesting about having choice here is like it almost seems as though like the people of Britain and the people of potentially America too, and probably some other parts of Europe are gonna have no choice but to use this. These experimental vaccines that are that are being forcibly produced and raced on, and it's like seeming highly profitable for those who find it first. Like, like rather than pulling the resources together, it seems as though it's a competition to see who can find the best one, and each one sounds different, and each one is said to be experimental and come with certain side effects, and there's no choice but to take these vaccinations. Yeah, bro. After for what I'm reading, is it legal? Is what illegal? The vaccine. The vaccine. Is it illegal? What is what's going on? What the vaccine? When the laws read, yeah, in, by someone that is well read, well yeah. versed with yeah. the law, does the way that the vaccine is almost being narrated to the people yeah. and pushed on the people, yeah. is it legal? Well, at this stage, there's been no talk of uh, making the vaccine a. Uh, Oh gosh, I always get the words compulsory, compulsory uh, 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 thing. Um, now that's a, but I have seen one MP saying that, oh, we may have to, but I think it's it's political side of the spectrum was that. Oh, you really know the right. Oh, the right. But not to say, but the left as well yeah, are quite fully force as well. people. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think this is. I've been having a good think about it, bro. Yeah, I think the way they're gonna play it is the private sector will have to come in. And if the private sector say, you can't do X, Y, Z unless you can prove that you've been vaccinated, yeah, that's what's going to turn to things. And that's going to be a huge... But that now, that's where I don't know... Now, that's where we have to watch the government and see if the government then change a law yeah. to allow these private companies mm-hmm. to do that. Because surely that should, that, that should be on the grounds of something. Discrimination on the grounds of something. Just sounds weird, that, the fact that people like... Richard Branson, yeah. Donald Trump, yeah. people that own all these businesses, like just certain people that are like quite old, quite well lived in this world, yeah. are ultimately going to have a choice in saying that if this thing benefits my business decision, then yeah. everyone else yeah. that has to pay for it, yeah. 
we'll have to do this. It's like the car seat fiasco again, What's when it? they just made everyone buy a car seat suddenly, and then for for kids. Oh, I didn't know. They just they just like implement policies that yeah. have financial implications okay. on yeah, people I that have um, financial yeah, 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 yeah. like backing there. Yeah. So these like like it's like I am an MP and I've made a rule that will benefit my personal business. Yeah, I'm a baker that only bakes with using using um, salted butter. Yeah, and I've now put a rule in that only goods made with salted butter mm-hmm. can be sold past six pm. Yeah, it benefits me. It's yeah. my rule. Yeah, I've used a campaign to get public thinking. Yeah, this sounds like a good idea. I get it because it. I guess you don't want to be wasting your time with low cholesterol food past yeah. six pm. If you're gonna go hard, go hard, or you don't really live in. That is an extreme example. However, it is still like I'm saying because it's gonna benefit me. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 Rishi Sunak. You know, is making some of these policies that are benefiting his own personal pocket. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like. They're giving away money into their own businesses. Obviously, it sounds cool to do, but it's, it's quite illegal, no? Bro, I, I, I think they just need to give people the choice, and that's it. If they take away choice, and this is where we, this is where their, their moral questions come into it, about is the government then becoming too tyrannical almost, and too involved in one's uh, personal lives. You know, but only to force it because they're not involved when there's harm. No, they're not involved. True. They don't want to be involved when there's suffering and then people that's need that's real it. help. Exactly that. They, they want to be involved and just when they say, "Let's cut universal credit." Yeah. Let's let's cut. Let's not give school kids stuff. food yeah, during the kids food during, during the holiday breaks. Yeah. Let's let's cut. You know, old people's retirement exactly. fund and their yeah. pensions. Let's. Remember when all like there was um, a financial crisis and just used people's pension money? Yeah, people yeah. that obviously aren't millionaires. They've yeah. used, they've just scrapped their pension and they've actually worked into save. Yeah, they've taken on a fair amount and now they want to take away more cuts from their care stuff. It's just like, yeah. okay, cool. So you only want to make the people pay, but you don't want to make give any help to them. Yeah, kind of makes me want to do the, the, the Tories love the British people, bro. I ask myself this question every day. I ask myself this question every day, bro. The money's there. We've seen this year that the government can waste money if they want to. I wouldn't put it away. They spend money. And then what they've spent is on bad goods. So if people, some people like bad goods. Cause I, you, know when, you know what it is? Yeah. Like, a lot of people are defensive. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear this and say, oh, you stick waste. Yeah. Okay. You don't think it's a waste? Yeah. They still, but nonetheless, they spent Billions of pounds, isn't it? Yeah. That they have. Yeah. And they're trying to spend it some places, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Apologies, cut you off, but you know, no, it's bro, just a right. it's gaslighting, isn't it? Like, no, it's gaslighting us, though. It's true. It is. It you is. Know what I mean, like, bro, I agree. But bro, I ask myself that question every day: Do they actually care about the British people? And I can't even answer. I don't know, bro. I I would say I would say they care very little, and they only care about a select few, not the many, but a select few of us. And the many of us are just here to survive and pump money into the system to keep it working. But generally, uh, I wouldn't say they care about us. It's like, and obviously MJ spoke about it a long time ago. MJ? Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> MJ? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what did he say? is that they don't really care. About it's that. true, bro. Fam. And that song hit bare people. Yeah. Because of the way he was calling that out. It's like, like, 
they're still trying to say not everyone deserves healthcare. Yeah. Only if you earn a certain amount of money, what's yeah. the point of keeping you healthy? Yeah. What they're trying to say is like, it's like, I get it. Some people have an idea that if people work for them, then they can live a certain type of life. Yeah. But energy, we now know for sure, yeah. energy can be harnessed sustainably. Yeah. Shelter can be provided sustainably. Yeah. Food can be provided sustainably. Yeah. These are the three pinnacles of current modern day life yeah. that can all be provided without necessarily profit or exploitation yeah. or cost to the planet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, globally, the government still want to profit off these necessities mm-hmm. that can be worked out sustainably. Like, to what end? Is it to our own end that yeah. this will continue? Because honestly, like, if you can do something efficiently, you know there's more after. You can then work on new projects. It's not like, you can't make money just because you've made health, mm-hmm. shelter, yeah. and quality of life accessible yeah. to everybody. Yeah. Now that everyone has that, there will be even more for them to pay for and to get. And you said something last week. They're working from a place of scarcity as opposed to abundance. And yeah. that's where it is. And that's where it is. They work from a place of scarcity. Like, oh, no, we can't do this and that. There's more than enough. There is more than enough. Bro, I'm convinced there's even, like, there's... I'm sure electricity could be free, bro. It could no, be free. That's what I'm saying. Energy is sustainable. Yeah. Like right now, there's been times where even the whole of the UK has been running just green energy. Yeah, I'm and sure. Everything. And then the reason why they can't do permanent is because they haven't got the legislation to in it and then they can't warrant, they're trying to still make it work out in a way where they can so make charging. it legal to charge people. Oh, because, because they can do it sustainably and they can harness it normally, it kind of takes away how they can make profit from it in a way yeah. because everyone will be entitled to it due yeah. to the human rights and just the quality of living. So they're working out a way that they can monetize it before they make certain aspects of it yeah. free to the people. And that's, again, scarcity. Because mm-hmm. they don't think they'll be creative enough once they've put people in a better position. Mm-hmm. You know, and even, like, natural stages of reproduction balances itself out. Like, people kind of are under the impression that everyone is, we're multiplying at a fast rate but we're not actually multiplying at a fast rate, we're multiplying at actually decreased rate at the moment. Yeah. And Europe has often suffered from depopulation for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And like, everyone has their own personal life. But you can ask people that like, try for kids. It's not necessarily the yeah. easiest thing. Yeah, you're right. It's true. So what's actually happened is that we're living for longer. Mm-hmm. You know, so even our reproduction is sustainable. So it's not that like we're going to have too much sex or whatever. They just don't want as many people to live for as long. Yeah. Because living for longer is scary mm-hmm. for people that want everything. Well, we have an aging population in Europe. Europe has an aging population. Like, the whole, one of the worst countries affected by COVID this year was Italy. Italy has, like, one of the oldest populations, I think, in the world, if not. Um, and obviously, there's obviously a lot, and there's a lot of conversation of places like Africa being overpopulated because we have the, one of the youngest uh, continents in the world. I think the average age in Ghana, Ghana sorry, the whole of Africa, it's something, I think, less than 20, it's under 20 years old. Or yeah. Like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yet, eco-fascists will say that this is bad and this is going to affect the country, the world, from to be further emissions and all this kind of stuff. But I want to go and get into that. And the only that, thing is, yeah, what happens, what is weird is to me, is that immig- Western immigration only increases when there's Western imperial- imperialism. Yeah. So whenever the West drop a bomb somewhere in Africa... Yeah. Or provide a bomb to be dropped somewhere in Africa. Yeah. Then the immigration starts. So if they don't like the immigration, stop setting the bombs and stop yeah. doing the wars. Do you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bro, or do you want to do the wars and then 
just exploit and destroy everything. Yeah. Like, if that's what you want to do, just say it. Yeah, I agree. Bro, I agree. And in fact, I was thinking about, you know, if there's like a paradigm shift here, and all these big nations, your Americas, your England, I guess, your Americas, your England, your, um, I don't know what other countries, other fuckeries, if they all decide to stop trying to fucking dominate other countries and just focus on improving oneself, bruv, God knows where we will be. Bro, God knows where we will be. Like, and the thing is, it's like, like we said, God knows where we will be. And it's interesting because quite a few faiths and quite a few kind of practices often preach at its core taking care of oneself. Mm. In, in a truest way and in a way like it's almost like sort of like neoliberalism mm-hmm. kind of says look out for oneself mm-hmm. what it kind of negates neoliberalism is that one part of oneself is society you know to look out for because society is in one's best interest too yeah, as this community is so the folk the hyper focus that the west has got on looking out for oneself is totally different from the focus of the looking at for oneself that you've just mentioned and you mm. said enrich yourself you're not said just take and only care for yourself mm. you know what i mean True, yeah it's almost like our leaders are leading us astray and i wonder yeah. why that is i wonder is why it too. is it just so that more people can become the billionaires can keep becoming more more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we have a state that's dependent on a nation that's dependent on on the state but then the state will say well we can't provide and then and then for what we know classic english tactics cause divide and conquer through propaganda to say well we can't survive because well these guys are coming from Calais and they're taking all these jobs mm-hmm. or or start to or, say or, other give other reasons other reasons other than the true reason yeah and the thing is what is weird for me is that why are the government giving millions of pounds to a company to hire people when they can hire people we've hired them to hire the right people yeah and they're trying to just basically say no we're going to pass it to someone else yeah but by hiring people in certain industries they will be providing the foundation and the sort of foundation so that other people can then actually compete yeah. for these other contracts because they would have a standard to compete with. Yeah. But by saying no, I've given the money to Trevor, I trust Trevor. Yeah. Without giving them reason why they trust Trevor. Yeah. And they haven't even given the people mm-hmm. any success stories. They're mm-hmm. saying we're giving our money to we're gonna give twenty five million to a startup company. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Hear me out, hear me out. They know about fashion. Mm. They know about things, so they should be able to fulfill orders. They fulfilled over this many orders over the last ten years. Yeah, it's taken them ten years to build this order. So that's what I believe in them. Yeah. Have they got any experience of working in the government? No. Yeah. Have they got any experience of been providing for for like governed people? No. Mm. They can't try and confuse the public by saying that customers, our customers are treating our product is the same mm-hmm. because it's not. We're in different realms here. Mm-hmm. Some people don't go shopping because they need to shop. They go for experience. Yeah. Whereas yeah. people don't go hospital because they want to go for the experience. No. They go to go for the Because they, yeah, they need it. Yeah. So you can't put on those same principles for those services. Yeah. It's true. Every single privatized service is failing. Mm-hmm. Recession, the debt that we have, bigger than ever. Bigger than ever, bro. Because they keep saying professionals can do it better than the government. No. It's just that their government is incapable. The Tory government. They've made themselves incapable of serving the people. And they're trying to convince people that governments can't do this. But we know the NHS was made by a government. Yeah. So clearly, it can be done, though. Yeah. You're right. You're right. 
It's interesting. It's bro. It's very interesting, man. Very interesting. These are the life questions, and like, I think it's quite worrying as well. Where when, it's your, when your level of consciousness develops more, and then you really look at the state in which you're in, and this is why I understand why there's some people that just turn like they literally Ray Charles to it. Yeah. And they can't look at it. Blind eye. Blind eye. Yeah. Because it's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. When you look at it in that aspect. And then, you know, then you have the... It's, yeah, it's fucked up, bro. Yeah. It's fucked up. Oh. It is. The news, man. It is, man. The news. The news. The news. No. The news. I feel like the news, that's what made us do that, though. Uh, I definitely agree, my guy. I definitely it's agree. amazing. Shout out, everybody. Shout out, everybody. Love you all. See you at a pub with a substantial meal. Ha 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 